0: Hello everybody, this is Chris Panico. And this is Robert Hoffman. Welcome to another episode of No Nonsense Storytime, the podcast where we take all of our favorite childhood stories and take all of the nonsense out of them. It's really fun. This week we're going to be talking about Clifford the Big Red Dog by Norman Bridwell. Yup. It's very
1: exciting. Chris, did you know that the main character, the, the young girl... Emily Elizabeth is named after Norman Bridwell's daughter. Yes, I did. Ah. All right. What else you got? Oh, what, what? I think that's pretty interesting on its own. Uh, this is this was like a breakout story for him. This is this is mm-hmm. like the story that made his career, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool.
0: Did you know the dog was originally going to be named Tiny?
1: Yes, and then his wife is like, "That's dumb," and she I, was right.
0: I, I see you have the Google.
1: I, I just knew that. I just have just that, that. knowledge see. on hand.
0: <laughs> I see.
1: <laughs> from experience. I was actually there for that. A lot of people don't know that. Oh, you are? Mm-hmm. I was there when Clifford the Big Red Dog was hatched.
0: Did you know that Clifford is now the um the mascot for Scholastic?
1: I I would have been able to tell you that. That's been, that's been the case for a long time. Yeah. You, you know how I know that? Because when I was a kid, there was a Scholastic book fair at my school, and I went to it with my mom. And they had a Clifford the Big Red Dog mascot there, like in, like a, like in a costume. Oh, wow. And my mom uh, tried to bring me over, and I was not having it, because that, that guy was terrifying.
0: He was a giant red dog. Yeah, but just, just, shaped, like, just shaped like
1: a person. Yeah, walking yeah. around with that with an uh, immovable face.
0: Bipedal animals that should not be bipedal are scary. Even the ones that should be. Kangaroos, Kangaroos are really scary. They're, I mean, they're really cool, but if I...
1: Opened my door one day and there was a kangaroo out there. I would pee. I would immediately <laughs> pee.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too. One day I did walk out of my friend's apartment and there was an opossum outside. <laughs> that would be scary too. That was the first time I ever saw a possum in real life. Uh-huh. And he was just on the sidewalk looking at me. Oh, man. And I
1: didn't know. They had these beady little scary shiny eyes. Yeah, and they're like yeah. half
0: bald and yeah, like really ugly. Horrifying. And, ugh. And I didn't know if I should be afraid of it or not. It didn't do anything. No. Um, a kangaroo probably would, though. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if it's right at your front door. You course, should assume there's a reason.
1: Of course, yeah. It's there to rob you. Yeah. It's no <laughs> fans
0: or butts. They don't just wander up
1: to no. get your doorstep. No. Uh, not in this country. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Oh, man. You know, okay. not like
1: other animals, like, say, a polar bear. A, oh yeah, well they yeah a, they wander. Orangutan yeah, or, a or yeah. well they or have to so wander
0: really. now because of the ice. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> they're very they're nomadic now. A lot of people don't know that either. Same yeah. as the Clifford the big red dog fact that I just uh I shared earlier. Yeah.
0: So it looks like we're I think we were both evenly prepared. You guys can send us an email if you think sure. someone was a little more ready than It was me. Bobby. It was me. You didn't even... I do mind. Alright. <laughs> Bobby, would you like to tell us a little bit about but for the Big Red Dog? Sure, here's
1: my summary of the story, Chris. Okay. Okay, so the story takes place... Well, we'll talk about where it takes place later. Uh, it's in the point of view of a little girl named Emily Elizabeth. She has a dog, and she's very proud of it. The thing about this dog is it's ginormous, and it's red. It's yeah. just a big... It's just a huge... Way too big to be a dog or any other land mammal... Uh, perhaps an elephant is about the size. Perhaps. Perhaps, but Clifford is very large and yeah. red, uh, very red, like a, like a pure, you know, not dog-colored red,
0: like Crayola red.
1: Mm-hmm. Biggest reddest dog you've ever seen. We'll just mm-hmm. we'll just leave it at that. Uh, and nothing really happens in this story. It's almost it's just sort of like an introductory uh, letter written by her to the reader, as sort yeah. of like these are the things about my dog. And she's just kind of, like, humble bragging the whole time. Yeah. Like, she's saying things, like, to make you think, like, oh, having this dog isn't that great, but I'm happy about it anyway, when really what she's saying is, like, here's all the really cool stuff that, about my dog that no other dog could ever possibly hope to do. Yeah. Yep. But there are yeah. problems. Whatever. And then she concludes and she says, but I love my dog anyway. It's sort of like the end of Lock in My Pocket, if you remember that episode.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, All right,
1: Chris. What's the moral?
0: The moral is that um, companionship is valuable, and you should stick by your companions because they will stick by you, as we'll see in other Clifford the Big Red Dog books. We're not reading them today, but yeah. there are many of them, and mm-hmm. it's 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 back and yeah. forth between Clifford and Emily.
1: Yep. But yeah, but they always stay friends. Yeah. <laughs> we're still waiting on that book where Emily Elizabeth just leaves Clifford behind because he just. It was just too big and too red that day. And then there's
0: like a flash forward to like a, a Futurama sort of thing. Oh man! The, oh no! With Clifford, though. Yeah. I'll um, be sad. Yeah. All right. Let's get. <laughs> let's stop being sad. Sure. Um. So let's talk about where this takes place.
1: All right. Do you do you know? I I, know. I do know. Me you too. know? I do. Interesting. I know exactly where. Should we say it on three? Wait, wait. How specific do
0: you know? I know the country.
1: Alright. I know the
0: town. On three? Yeah. One, two, three. Kokono,
1: Kokomo, Indiana, United States. That's
0: false.
1: Ireland, what? Ireland. Alright, go ahead, give me why it's well, Ireland. okay,
0: so I know that you picked Indiana because that's where he's from. It's
1: where he's from. Where and Norman the, Bridwell is the, from. The dog is based on his... The dog he wanted as a kid.
0: Loosely based, he's neither. Well, it was based on his actual dog. Which was neither red nor tiny. Nor big.
1: Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. The dog he wanted. Oh, okay. okay. Like yeah. Like, he well, wanted whatever. the gigantic.
0: I have, cool I red have dog. facts.
1: Alright, go ahead. Whatever.
0: Alright, number one. <laughs> Clifford is etymologically. Well, it may not be Ireland. It might be England. I'll give you, it might be England. It's definitely in the UK. Mm-hmm. Clifford is etymologically. An old English name. As is Bridwell. Sure. Norman Bridwell is descended from the old English.
1: Right. I would say that Norman seems to be an English name, right? Yeah, I would say For a guy that was born in Indiana. Just saying. Go ahead. Well,
0: I mean, yes, he was born in Indiana.
1: I'm going to need some more facts than that.
0: I've got more. Um,
1: Into the microphone, please.
0: I've got more. (laughs) I know. I'm trying real hard to always talk into the microphone, and sometimes I look over at my notes like this. Anyway, if you look at the characters that are in this book, an unusual number of them have red hair, Bobby. You may not have noticed, but but a, a very, very high percentage of them. I saw like four or five redheads in there. And we could argue whether or not Emily is redheaded. Kinda of got like a strawberry blonde sort of thing. Uh, Alright. Also, this isn't in the book, so you can put me on blast for this if you want. Are you gonna
1: talk about the TV show right now? No. Oh.
0: It's from another book. Oh It's another, another book. But but it is reputed that Emily is the best skater on the island. Mm-hmm. They say I, I didn't
1: know that. I did know that.
0: So uh, Indiana does not make too much sense if she lives on an island, Bobby.
1: Yeah, it does. Indiana Island. The... In that's is that a thing? Indianapolis. <laughs> That's
0: a city. It's an island city. <laughs> no, it's not.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I've never been there. I just you know what just... it
0: is an i not an island. Ireland. And no, England. They're both that, islands.
1: just because Ireland sounds like island does not, mean, <laughs> <laughs>
0: does not mean it is one. No, I'm pretty sure. Listeners can go look <laughs> at maps and and see. Which of the last three examples were islands? Two of them were.
1: Bobby's was not.
0: <laughs> all right. So.
1: Okay, fine. Ireland. Also,
0: not only are a lot of the people redheaded, Clifford's redheaded.
1: That has nothing to do with Ireland. He is but... so
0: Irish. They are so Irish that <laughs> their dog is, the is red. Clifford is the most Irish dog. Most so, Irish dog of all So,
1: the biggest, reddest, Irishest dog. Exactly. All right. So, so our settings Ireland I'm fine. very
0: convinced that it's Ireland. It's either
1: Ireland or Indiana. Probably it's Indiana. Definitely not Whatever.
0: Indiana. Let's
1: definitely continue.
0: All right, let's let's continue. get in the meat. The meat. The yeah. Dog meat. The dog
1: meat of this story. Delicious. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, um, boy, that sounds disgusting. I, I totally didn't. wouldn't eat that. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Oh, me I don't neither.
0: eat I don't eat meat. Yep. For anyone who didn't know that. Chris. <laughs> um
1: anyway. I'll have you know Chris eats a dog every day. That's not true. Yes it is. It's not
0: true. Yes it is. It's it's a devil dog. <laughs> 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 um that's not um promoted by hostess at all. I just said it.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, but if you're listening, hostess. You know. Yeah, you know. Throw some dollars. Yeah.
0: Anyway, out, the, the the nonsense in this is pretty obvious. This dog is gigantic and he's totally red.
1: Yeah, that's. I'd say that's two of them. I think there's a little bit more too. Oh yeah, what else? So this dog's gigantic. And this dog's super red, too red to be naturally that color, mm-hmm. as far as we know. Right. So that's that's you know uh, aside for if we put that aside and say okay, besides that, let's say that dogs like that are normal, and we have this story here. Um, how come everyone's just okay with it? Yeah, he he picks up a policeman by his stick.
0: He brings a car over. Yeah,
1: yeah. he's destroying property, all this stuff. Why are people okay with it? What's going on there? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That's a good question, Bobby.
1: And I'm sure those things will coincide a bit, have a little to do with each other when we figure this out.
0: Yeah. I think so. I think so. Do you
1: want to start, or should I start?
0: You do the summary. I don't mind starting. Go ahead. Um, I think that I think that before we figure out why everyone's okay with it, we should start with why is he so big? Why is he so red? Right, yeah. How is this possible? My first answer, while it might it might seem obvious to many, is that he's he's definitely a scientific experiment. These,
1: I, you think Okay.
0: I know we've walked this line before <clears throat> a few episodes back.
1: So let's say he's a scientific experiment.
0: Mm-hmm. So, how is it how is it still how is it possible? How do they do this well okay that's an interesting question. I did a little research about the genetic reasoning reasoning the genetic reasonings for the color of dog hair okay i didn't learn it very thoroughly, but my understanding is that to put it simply, there are only two default colors two base colors that dog's hair is made out of, and it's either black. More red. Okay. Interestingly. Now, I'm sure that you have seen black dogs, just like I have. Yeah. Led Zeppelin has a song about them. But... Yes, yeah.
1: Black Betty, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but we don't have any all red dogs. It seems pretty reasonable that if I was a scientist, I would wonder, why don't we have all red dogs? How could we do it?
1: But is that red of dogs... The red, red, that Clifford is red, 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 red. I, is that I, what you read?
0: <laughs> I, it is what I read. I suspect right. it is.
1: I, I guess it must be.
0: That's that's where I'm coming that's from. That's
1: the because. only explanation we have as of yet.
0: Right. And I would imagine that you could find some way to manipulate the alleles. Right, to, yeah. To I don't
1: think that part's that hard. What that. The hard part for me is uh, we have this dog that is bigger than a dog could be and survive. Right. right. You know? It's it's not possible. Right. I've I've done the research, Chris. Yeah, well, so like... Mammals the- cannot be that big because they are warm-blooded. And they use mm-hmm. so much energy. So, uh, A, they use so much energy to keep themselves warm that in order to be that big, the amount of food you would have to eat would just be enormous. And, imp- like, it's not going to happen in this little town. There's, there's not, not enough food for this dog. A. B... Science, what science is maybe telling us is that mammals cannot be that big because if they were, they wouldn't have a way to get rid of the heat in their body efficiently enough to survive.
0: Huh. Okay. Well, we have elephants, right? Yeah, but elephants are smaller than Clifford, I think. Well, Clifford's. Clifford's size is inconsistent from book to book. Ah, that's, sometimes true. He's represented, that's true. Sometimes he's represented as being bigger than Wait he is second. in the
1: first book. Wait a second. So we don't just have a dog that's enormous. We have
0: a, a shape-shifting dog. A shape-shifting dog. Shifting dog. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. Mm. Okay, so he's a shape-shifting dog. Right. Um, who can't possibly be a mammal?
1: That's, that's the right? answer.
0: It can't possibly be a... man. Is there another type of animal it could be? Could it be a reptile? It, yeah. Clifford so
1: could be... certainly be a reptile. Because they're... I mean, look but at dinosaurs. Hair.
0: Reptiles don't have hair. Am I right?
1: Not... Not... The ones I know about. Yeah. Perhaps there are reptiles with hair. There might be. Maybe Clifford. Maybe Clifford. Maybe that's what they were trying to do, is create a reptile with
0: hair. A reptile with hair.
1: And this little girl found him and thought, oh, look at this cute dog. He Turns does out. look like a dog. Yeah.
0: He does look like a dog. You
1: add hair to a reptile, looks like a dog.
0: <laughs> At least this reptile. Yeah. So why why would we make a, a reptile with hair?
1: Oh, man. Well, okay, so there are some clues in the text that may give us our answer here. Okay. Um. So one thing that was very interesting to me is that d- d- later in the book, we have the line... But he's a very good watchdog. The bad boys don't come around anymore. That's true. Which means that at some point, the bad boys came around. <laughs> you know, it says anymore. <laughs> yeah. okay. This means this little girl is used to like
0: bad just, boys. Yeah, like like criminals just come into her house. Not like John Travolta bad boys. Like yeah, like real bad
1: boys. Mm-hmm. And that so before Clifford was around. I'm guessing this whole neighborhood was just overrun with crime from who knows where. I mean, we could we could talk about that, try to figure that out. Okay. But my guess is that this neighborhood was overrun with crime and they just got, you know, the smartest people they had to figure out how to create a creature that is going to be sort of like this giant guard dog that protects the town.
0: I like that idea. Yep.
1: Yeah. And the only way they can make this giant guard dog is to take a reptile and make it more dog-like. Okay. So it would be obedient, do tricks, but still have that cold blood that makes it, you know, as big as it is.
0: Okay. So why not just make it a straight-up reptile? Why not make it like mini Godzilla or something?
1: Mm, well, like I said, making it more dog-like gives it sort of the characteristics of a dog that it's... You know, loyal, and it you know can learn how to protect, obedient, obedient, yeah,
0: yeah. You can't control Godzilla, (laughs) right? Exactly, does
1: what he wants. So these people are like, "Hey, Jurassic Park? Sure, that didn't work, but it's gonna work when you do it because Jurassic Bark for Jurassic Bark. There we go. That's exactly (laughs) it.
0: (laughs) I like that. Mm -hmm. Cool. So I think that all makes a lot of sense." why does this girl get to just keep him this mm. this like we should assume high priority project by this town just is being kept by this girl
1: yeah that's a good question maybe she's the daughter of someone important okay. um maybe she's sort of high priority herself now cuz she said He's a very good watchdog. The bad boys don't come around anymore. So maybe the bad boys were going to her house specifically.
0: Hmm. Or maybe she's like the mayor's daughter or something.
1: Yeah, or something. Or someone's daughter. someone very important.
0: Yeah. Or very important in her own right. Right. Maybe she's like a princess. A
1: princess, yeah. Or princess. a leprechaun, something like that. A
0: leprechaun. Well, they were in <laughs> Ireland, so could be. What?
1: Leprechauns are not from Ireland. They're from <laughs> Indiana. What? <laughs> Are you kidding me?
0: I don't think that's true. It is. I'm leprechauns... pretty sure leprechauns predate Indiana. No, they do
1: not. Leprechauns are from the majestic island of Indianapolis. They're born they live at the end of rainbows and they there have... are no rainbows
0: in Indianapolis. Oh Bobby, <laughs> have you ever been there? No,
1: I've never been there because it's an island and I can't swim that far.
0: <laughs> Look at me. I'm not surprised that you can't swim.
1: I I can swim well, a little I, bit. I don't
0: believe that you can swim. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby uh, cannot
1: swim. I'm pretty bad at swimming. I didn't learn to swim until I was like 12 years old. Wow. Yeah. So you're still new to it. I'm still pretty, yeah. <laughs> well, so I didn't learn to swim until I was about 12, and then I decided I didn't like swimming, so I didn't get a lot of practice.
0: Okay. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, the princess of Ireland,
1: <laughs> the princess of Ireland, right, Emily Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so she may not actually be the one who really is in control of this dog. Right. She's just telling the story from her perspective.
1: Uh huh. She sees it that way—that yeah. it's her dog.
0: Yeah. So it's possible that the actual Clifford maybe is less dog-like than we think, mm-hmm. and this is just the Clifford that she right. perceives. She just the most. sees a big old dog. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Today, at the preschool that Chris and I teach at, one of the kids had what was very clearly a stuffed bear. And he was holding it up and yelling, doggy, doggy. Yeah. And, who, I, you know, who am I to correct him? Because that was adorable. Yeah. But case in point, when you're a kid, just any any fluffy thing is a dog. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's... That's true. that happened multiple times after you left as well. <laughs> it didn't stop. <laughs> some of them some of them stick to their guns. yeah <laughs> Cool, cool. So who do you think these bad guys are?
1: Uh, they probably let's see who is interested in Ireland? From like a political England. perspective. England. Maybe. Oh yeah,
0: maybe they're trying to recap like like yeah. re regain something um, imperial control over I'm, yeah, it. Yeah,
1: I'm not sure. I don't know what do we decide on the time period this is set in? I'm s i am I would think it's pretty futuristic if they're creating, you know, these uh
0: I guess that's true. I don't think there's anything to imply that it's a particular time period. Mm-hmm. She's riding like a scooter at the beginning, so it is Likely the mid nineties, but uh, you know, they had scooters before that, right? And they still do. I think they're like in one of those back aisles of Walmart. Mm-hmm. But I think future makes sense too, especially yeah. like you said. Science. It's oh so hard to say. So I, I think that Go ahead. that future England is falling down, falling behind in like the the global stage, and. They think that the solution is to to reestablish imperialism over Ireland.
1: Maybe. Or, and stay with me on this, future England decides that that's a good idea, but they decide an even better idea is to create this giant dog monster thing, which maybe in the future they have a ton of these and they're all over it. It's just a normal thing for guarding after it's created. Mm-hmm. And so what they do is they send it back in time to this Irish town. That explains a few things. It explains the scenery we see, which is, like you said, maybe mid-90s or, you know, some sort of 20th century thing.
0: Although I don't know if it could have been mid-90s because he wrote it way before that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Way before that. Whatever. I mean, it, Whatever. you know, some Whatever. kind of the 20th, century 20th century
1: explains that because if it's from the future and they set it back in time, then, you know, everything's going to look normal except for this giant dog, A. Oh, and true. B, it explains why this little girl, who really has nothing to do with anybody, thinks that this giant dog is her dog. Because it is.
0: Okay. So it's- England...
1: But let's say, I mean, Ireland. Ireland made this dog oh, Ireland back made in dog. time to protect, you know. The
0: bloodlines?
1: To protect them in the past. To, to protect something. Something went wrong. We can't know. We're not in the future. Something That's went true. wrong. Somebody died or something Uh too early or whatever. So they sent this dog back in time to prevent whatever went wrong from happening to save the future of Ireland. Boom. Boom. And they sent it with some kind of note attached for the Irish government. Harry
0: Potter style.
1: Yeah. So that the gov- so that the people in charge would know not to do anything to this dog, not to, you know, try to kill it or oh, lock so it they, up.
0: That's why they let it yeah. kind of just do whatever it wants. Mm-hmm. You're right. You I weren't right about out. like Indianapolis, but you were right about this.
1: Well, whatever. You know, two for two today is how I feel.
0: <laughs> you can feel however you want. All
1: right, I think uh, I think we figured it out. I think so. Got anything you want to add before we get to the moral? No, no. All right, moral of the story then.
0: The new moral of the story is that there's two sides to every story. The this is my dog side, and the this is the salvation of my countryside.
1: Right, countryside side. Yes, countryside is in fact a word. It, it is a word. Uh-huh. I think that's a good one. Can I add one? Yeah. Time travel? You never know what's going to happen. They sent this dog back to be this great protector. What does he do? He just is a dog. He Yeah, he's... He's just a dog. He fails. That he, he's yeah, just a dog. He doesn't do anything special. He just is the dog that belongs to this girl and does normal stuff. She makes the He makes the bad guys go away.
0: Yeah, so he did something. He,
1: yeah. I guess he accomplished that goal. Yeah. But, you know... He's still just a dog. Yeah. This has been Robert Hoffman.
0: And this has been Chris Panico.
1: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of No Nonsense Storytime. Check us out next week. We're going to be doing Martin Hanford's famous Where's Wally? Otherwise known as Where's Waldo.
0: Yeah, oh my gosh, I can't wait. Mm -hmm. I don't know what we're going to do with it, Bobby, but... It'll we're be gonna, something,
1: yeah.
0: Are there any words?
1: In I the book? don't know if there are. I don't know.
0: We're we're setting
1: ourselves up for potential failure, so I yeah. hope you come and check it out.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, until then, feel free to email us at no nonsense storytime at gmail dot com. Yep. Um, and check
1: out our Facebook. Like our Facebook page. We don't plug it at all. Yeah. We have like no activity on there.
0: Yeah. We need some more. I think we have like thirty eight likes or yeah. something. We could use at least forty. At least forty. Yeah. Thanks again. Yep. Bye. See you next time.